What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast. We are back at it yet again. It's the fall time. The weather is, you know, getting where it needs to be. Football season, basketball is about to start up. We're in the preseason right now for the NBA. Watched a little of the Celtics highlights from a couple days ago. It's currently October 8th. We're getting closer to Halloween, the Halloweaves. Little scary, spookily, boogly, boogly. Titties hanging out. Guys dressed up in makeup trying to do their Brian Laundry best get up. Whatever feels good for you. Enjoy yourself. Bundle up. Stay warm if you're in the warm climate already. <laughs> you know, keep tanning up. You know, get outside as much as possible. Enjoy the fall festivities. We'll get into that a little bit later. But this is the Be Cool Podcast, motherfuckers. Thank you for always tuning in. Obviously, at Reese45MC, Instagram, Twitter, hit me up. Talk about whatever subject you'd like. And, and and we can jock it up, you know, leave those replies, leave those beautiful reviews on iTunes, on Spotify. Thank you for all the new listeners, all the listeners who's been day one down from the underground. Speaking of underground, I've spoken to a prolific DJ in the Burlington, Vermont area who is just a few years younger than me. We grew up in the same dirty streets of South Burlington together. And we'll be having him on as a guest in the upcoming weeks. So do a little interview, you know, interview charades, as we like to call it, like we did with Problematic. We do a nice long interview process, get that content out for you, get some information out there for you. And, you know, help everybody learn at the same time. You know, I just love having guests on the podcast that way i'm not out here speaking to my own brain trying to figure out what the fuck to inter entertain y'all motherfuckers with so with that being said we're gonna start off this podcast with just a little bit of information about the dirty laundry brian laundry out there still running loose running free i don't mind if he's in a belly of a couple eagles some snakes and a gator right now but that's probably not what's happening they're still searching in the goddamn reserve and i made a mistake last week i f figured it out a couple days later i couldn't remember what how i was saying it but it's the teton teton national park out in wyoming and actually problematic said he was a just a few campsites away i think in that little message he sent me on uh, the jib jab so you know I don't know if how you know. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything about that any further because you know there's an ongoing investigation. So the FBI don't want to be knocking on his door asking any questions. I'm sure he doesn't need that at this time. So, like I said, Brian Laundry's on the loose. Uh, Gabby Petito's parents are on Doctor Phil doing interviews. I don't recommend that kind of stuff because. I mean, it's already a national story. It's all over the social media. And when Dr. Phil gets his hands on things, it's it, it becomes a little fucking murky for me. I don't like that kind of shit. Anytime Dr. Phil has a story, it, it, it you know, it's all about ratings for him. He's a TV personality. If he was a real professional, he wouldn't be on TV splurting out this kind of information. Because all of his information is not 100% there for factual based conversation there's a lot of you know liberty 
he uses during his uh, interviewing processes. He's done that with a number of guests, such as uh, John Benet Ramsey's brother, who was at one time a suspect because of you know certain things that were found weren't found at the crime scene. If you haven't heard anything about the John Benet Ramsey case, you know that's an older case. You might want to go dig deep in the files for that one. I don't got time for that. That's been covered in many, many, many ways. I can't touch upon that. So, like I said, there's plenty of ways, plenty of information out there. John Benet Ramsey, check it out. It's a disturbing story, but still hasn't been solved. So, if you like that true crime shit, go out in there, dive deep in that motherfucker. Uh, Brian Laundry's still missing. They're searching all over. They got tips. Some guy says uh, they saw him in North Carolina on the Appalachian Trail. He was asking where California was. I mean, uh, come on now. What's going on here? If the FBI doesn't know where he is, we're in, we're in trouble here. This guy's out there on the lam, running loose. He could be in his parents' basement. Who knows? Who knows where the fucking this guy is? So... Hopefully they find him. Hopefully they find his dead body. So there's no, you know, we don't go through a court case or anything like that. But I'm sure uh, poor Gabby Petito's family would like to have some answers on what happened. And hopefully the autopsy, once that is released to the family, they will have some uh, concrete information to uh, what was the cause of death for their uh, the demise of their younger da- young daughter, Gabby Petito. So hopefully they get that done as quickly as possible it's always great when such a tragedy happens where the inform like a family can rest easy knowing what happened to their daughter i know i know some of that information may be horrific to some but if you don't even know where your daughter was if they're missing for 50 years 40 years that can weigh heavily on a family weighs heavily on marriages it's a everything's tragic around a tragedy it, it can all the whole building can c- come crashing down and it's uh not a good thing not a good thing at all so hopefully they can get some closure as it were so like i started off the podcast we talked about you know falls here it's it's falls time summer's over drip season's over it's cuffing season like i said cuffing season get some romance going spice it up a little bit we'll talk about spice a little further down this rabbit hole of fall but one of my favorite things about fall is not the leaves changing even though people come from all over the place to new england vermont maine new york massachusetts to see the leaves change colors i don't know what the fantasy i understand that sometimes the leaves do look nice there's some bright yellows dark reds bright reds oranges people get too enthralled with this fucking shit happens every year it's it's called photosynthesis or something right it's got to be something that i mean that's what they told me in school not like everything they taught in school in my age was a uh factually based you know i had to have african-american studies actually knew that they knew the history of slavery and black people in our country they weren't teaching that in the history books when I was in fifth grade. It took until like high school. Well, was it high school? Yeah, it had to have been high school. Yeah, it was definitely high school. Miss Hubner, professional teacher. Great teacher. Um, so uh, back to, 
you know, the leave changing people, I mean, people love this leave changing thing. And I understand it makes good for pictures. You know, everyone thinks that they're fucking Federico Fellini out here with the cameras, but yeah, you're just taking a photo folks and everyone's using a filter. Everyone's got their profile pic with the filter on. That's not how you look. You got the makeup on. That's not how you look in real life. I want to see the beast who wakes up in the morning without the mask on. I like that. That's I like the natural beauty that someone has. I don't need to see the makeup. I don't need to smell the perfume. Just let me see the curves, you know. Let me see the water flow. Nice long hair, hopefully. Maybe a little curl. I, I, who hates who hates a little curl in their hair, you know what I'm saying? Good to, good to grab onto. See, so one of my favorite things in the fall is definitely the weather cools down gets down something like right now it's 70 degrees up here in burlington vermont but it's not always 70 gets down to 50 and i don't mind a 50 degrees 50 degrees perfect time for some fall baseball some home run derby a little bit of football a little two-hand touch maybe some flag if you you know if the ground's soft enough you can get a little tackle in there don't be scared of a little tackle but physical touch around here these days could be detrimental to society so let's uh let's do the flag football or maybe a little two-hand touch two-hand touch might be too too many hands for too many people so let's do a little one-hand tag as long as you get the exercise in enjoy the game enjoy the sun stay away from the rain and the mud and everything should be working out proper for everybody involved my thing other than the weather though is cider now I don't like hot cider. I don't like hot toddies. I don't like a lot of hot drinks. I've recently moved into just cold brew coffee. I can't drink the hot coffee. I do like a hot tea, though. A nice black tea mango. Black tea mango. That's a really good tea if you're into the tea game at all. I'm not a big fan of the green tea. I'll drink the green tea, but there's other flavors out there that can really kick up, kick it up a little bit. Whatever your device is, go ahead and do it as long as, you know, everything's working proper. The bills are paid and you're moving on every day towards the goal, towards whatever goal you have set for yourself. If that's a 24-hour goal, a weekly goal, monthly, yearly, or lifetime. Always strive to, uh, you know, be better every day. It's hard. You can get monotonous. It can be tough, but as long as you... uh one foot in front of the other, not two steps back, opposites attract, Paul Abdul, run me out of town. Cider, hit that cider up, that nice cold cider. You can mix, you can make some couple drinks with it, you know, you with some vodka, a little spritzer, you know, spice it up a little bit, maybe with a little champagne. However you like your drinks, you know, sometimes cider can be a little sweet. But you don't have to have too much cider because it can clean out your bowels pretty quickly. You know, if you're feeling clogged up, you don't have to eat prunes. Have some cider. Some professional cider, not that hood shit. And when I say hood shit, I mean the company hood. I don't know if they make cider in the actual hood. But as in the company, don't drink that fake ass hood shit. Get some good ass like Sleepy Hollow. I guess Sleepy Hollow's fake ass shit too. Find some good shit at a you know usually comes in a glass container like a glass bottle. That's when you know you got some real ass cider on your hands. Anything in a glass bottle usually is professional. 
you know, they moved the uh, OE into plastic bottles. And you, you can't have beer and pla- malt liquor in plastic bottles. That's just, I can't be safe for anybody, right? I mean, I've had a lot of OEs in my day, never in a plastic bottle. So I've seen them. I'm not drinking a bar. I'm not drinking anything out of that. So with that said, one of the greatest things about fall for me anyway, you know, I like to gamble responsibly. 1-800-GAMBLER if you got a problem. But responsible gambling, DraftKings, football season is one of the best times of the year. You get to gamble a little bit of Thursday. You got free ones on DraftKings every thursday well they've been for the last four five weeks now so if you're not in there free gambling i don't know what you're doing with your life but then you got all day sunday you could bet the whole you can gamble on all the games on sunday i'm not saying individually i'm saying the players you can you make your team little fantasy team if they succeed in their stats then you know stat wise then maybe you can uh you know cash out cash in cash out but also, football's a wonderful game to watch. It's fun. I got into it as a kid. I was a Buffalo Bills fan. Still am. You know, we had some rough years in the 90s, but we uh, were on the, the come up, as they call it, right now. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Traymond Edmonds. You got a nice, uh, diverse backfield of Zach Moss, Singletary. You know, we got Emmanuel Sanders just playing out of his mind right now. Nice long ball threat. Cole Beasley, I don't like to yell his name too much. You know, he's got some COVID problems. but And David Knox, tight end, under the radar tight end, playing really well right now. Hopefully we can uh, win a Super Bowl this year. It's been a long time in my life since the Bills won a championship. I haven't seen one, so like I was saying, it's been, you know, about four decades. So... With that being said, football season is, fall is football. And also, like at the beginning, basketball season is starting up. Love basketball. Big. I mean, I've watched and played basketball my entire life. I've never had any pain from playing basketball, except for a couple twisted ankles, some fractured fingers. Um, you know, no heart palpitations. No, a couple of tears when I got cut from a basketball team, but I mean that's that's all mental. That's uh, you know I did everything I could, wasn't good enough in some people's eyes, and some people's eyes, other people's eyes who are actually on the team maybe, but maybe they were just uh, trying to console me. Either way, I, basketball has treated me right. I've treated it right. I've given it all its glory, taken all it's given me. And, you know, you just continue to shine in life. Just continue to shine. That's all you can do. Enjoy the things that bring you joy and then spread it back to that. You know, give it a little, give a little rub, a little rub and a tug and, you know, see what bursts out. That's the joy of life, the joy of cooking, you know, the joy of whatever the fuck we're talking about out here. A little cold brew right there. Had to have a little sip, you know, got to keep the, the beak wet. A whistle wet. There's a lot of terms out here you you hear throughout your life, and you're like, "What the fuck does that have this shit mean? Who's whistling? Who's got a beak? It's duck season. Low flying mud ducks. You know what the sound? You know you know what that sound means. Time to clear out the room. I don't know what else in fall people are so excited about. 
It's a big change. It means winter's coming. Game of Thrones. House of the Dragons. Don't get that confused with Rob Zombie House of a Thousand Corpses. Even though I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of dead people in the new Game of Thrones. But winter is coming. It's not here yet. So we're not going to get into that. And the, the fucking people who do that shit like, oh, don't oh, don't talk about snow. It's going to get snow is going to get here when it gets here. You don't change the weather. You're not up there doing vape trails and with planes that the government's and CIA is sending up there. So I don't understand why people get so goddamn uh, what is superstitious about that kind of stuff? It's like the farmer's almanac. Who's writing this thing? How many scientists are on the board of the, commi- the committee for the goddamn farmer's almanac? Does anyone even know what I'm talking about? Everyone's got a farmer's almanac who li- lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. But somehow, middle of nowhere don't know anything about anything. But they know when the fucking rain's coming. Like they got a little uh, kink in your knee. Or the dogs barking at the at the moon. That means it's going to be a bright sunny day. It, 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 it's all white superstition. You know, white people come up with anything to sell a book. So, and, and that's just the reality. It, done it for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. I'm not reading the books. I'm just saying I know the history. We know the history. Let's just be, let's be honest with ourselves, folks. But I was ready to record this podcast and just in my mind I was thinking what what do I want to talk about in this podcast today and you know some some topics just pop in your head you know so it's like bullet points but then all of a sudden I I thought of a conversation I had with the locksmith not my personal locksmith but I do have a personal relationship with a man called the locksmith um, and we were, we, we were fucking around one day and he said, I got to go have some pot or I'm almost out of pot. And this guy smokes weed every day. You know, I've been smoking weed for, uh, you know, quite a long time. Some abundance, you know, sometimes too much, sometimes, sometimes not enough, but he said pot. And I go, who? Who smokes weed and calls it pot? You know, who calls weed pot? I'm thinking, if I talk about weed, I'm talking, I say chronic, even though it's not specifically chronic, because sometimes you get some farm ass weed, you got outdoor, that's that far, that hay smelling shit. You know, sometimes you don't get the good shit. Sometimes, you know, you're smoking a 6.1, not the 8.5s or the 9.2s. You know, not everything is. Jack Harrer out here and if you don't know Jack Harrer you know I mean you might want to get a High Times magazine and do a little uh, deep dive into that after you do a little John Benet Ramsey do a little Jack Harrer for me that Cali bud um so <laughs> I was just giving him a bunch of shit for that whole conversation about saying pot as a as a weed smoker as a chronic smoker very confusing I said, and I, so I wrote that down in my notes when he said it, I was like, I got to talk about this topic, but I deleted those notes, but I was remembering today when I was going to start recording this podcast, I was like, 
all right, let me take that subject and just turn it. And I, and I was like, is there anything better than weed? You know, is there anything in the world better than weed? And I'm not, when I talk about anything, I'm not talking about sex or anything like that. I'm saying as in a stimulant, a substance that you ingest into your body in any way that's better than weed. Like, I can go without drinking, right? The problem is with drinking, you have to you have to drink too much, right? You can't just have like three drinks. I guess you could have. I guess some people can have three drinks and be good, right? But how long does that last? You know, what's the and is it is it beneficial to your body in any way? I guess some some doctors say a glass of red wine a week or something like that is good for your heart. Which, I mean, I guess, I guess it depends what wine you're drinking, right? Some wines have uh, additives. Some wines are red. Some are white. Some are sparkling. Some come from California. Some come from Italy. What does it matter what the soil they were grown in? Does it matter what kind of dirty feet were mashing them? Those grapes? Isn't there a, something's got to make a difference at some point, right? So... You know, basically with weed, you get weed. Unless you're eating edibles, that could be a whole different subject, which obviously we're going to talk about during this. But I I think to myself, I've never had anything better than weed. And that combines all of the reaction that you get from it. You know, such as, you know, I've done some mushrooms in my day. I've done some other things, but I've never had, like, if you do mushrooms, you're going to be fucked up. Unless you're doing, you know, you're microdosing. I'm, you know, microdosing probably not the worst thing. I'm, I'm sure there there's some physical benefits, some mental benefits for that. But when I I never microdosed, I overdosed in some ways. You know, you you start seeing uh, things that shouldn't be there. Some things, some but uh, some things that aren't there, and some things that will be there. You know, there's a combination of those and. There's a good chance that you're probably going to get sick. They don't taste good. And um, it's it lasts maybe too long. All, all depending on how much you're, uh, you know, taking in at the time. And I'm trying to think of other natural, you know, things that aren't mixed in with, um, you know, kerosene or baby powder or fentanyl. You know, those are the kind of things you probably want to stay away from. So we're talking about... You know, alcohol is probably not the most natural thing, but there is a natural process to make it. You know, if you, you don't need a, chemi- a chemist to to make beer, you know, they can do that in a jail cell. They can make some hooch, moonshine. You know, if you're if you have a low education in, in the middle of Kentucky, bluegrass state, out in the Appalachians, Appalachians, you're out there running copper pipe just boiling liquids and you got some moonshine a little bit of corn a little bit of water nice uh, running brook get that fresh water off the mountain but like so i can go without drinking for a week two weeks i don't want i'd rather not even drink but the problem is, sometimes you can't be out there smoking weed all day. And that's becomes another another question about, is weed the best thing ever? 
And I, to, for my question, for my answer, I'll say, I'm going to say, yes, it is because it's never done me wrong. It's a beautiful thing. I don't get crazy high. I don't get tired. Something now this is, it can have an, a, the effect of the strain. It is indica, sativa, a blend. All those things can factor in the effect it has for you. Some people get excited, you get sleepy, you get hungry, you get the munchies, blah, blah, blah. All those kind of, you know, uh, reefer madness stigmas. You know how the, the government back in the 60s, there was a huge campaign about chronic. They didn't want anybody. I mean, you should see some of the stuff that they were talking about. If you haven't seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, they have a little clip of reefer madness stuff in there but you can watch reefer madness i'm sure it's somewhere on the internet for free but there was a huge government movement to stop people from smoking weed like it was it, it was turning changing minds out here the only, only thing it's the only thing it's doing to a mind is slowing the fuck down making you think a little bit opening your eyes maybe that's why they didn't like it because it maybe you know gives a little clarity maybe uh, opens up your availability for information and thoughts that you weren't prior you you weren't allowing prior to the uh, consumption of that chronic that good good you know that that Tweety Bird shit that Reggie Miller so with that being said you know you the feeling that good weed will give you is unbelievable, right? It's a, uh, it can last. You know, some some people take the dabs. I like the wax. I like all this shit. You can smoke it out of the pen for convenience. Have a little bong, a bowl. Roll it up. Pack it up. Light it. Smoke as much as you want. Smoke as little as you need. You know, it's a, it's a personal preference. But... There's obviously some downfalls to illegal drugs, which uh, it's unfortunate, but there is crime. There's the cartel, you know, the people, if there's money to be made, there's going to be a section, a section of society that's going to make it without paying taxes, try to make more money, try to use force. And that's what the cartel is all about. If weed was legal throughout the United States, it wouldn't be a problem, probably. It probably would be like a 1% of a problem. Because right now, it's obviously not federally legal, and not every state is, it's not decriminalized. So there's, you know, there's a process within that, which is a difficult system to understand. It's a system that maybe a lot of us don't really don't really want to know but there is a a great value in legalization of weed allowing people to start new businesses legally to not have to hide in the shadows to remove the stigmas about it there's a great many successful people in the world today in our country today that you know people personally you know who are very successful, who smoke weed every day. You don't have to smoke weed at work. You know, NBA players smoke it. They're not being tested for it anymore. Congratulations to the NBA for making that decision. Smart smart move. And 
we can't just the problem is this can't be the cause that leads us to further understanding and getting away from the negative the, the uh, bad things that we did in the past in our history the United States history you know we have a lot of uh, baggage as a country that not everybody is willing to then everyone's not willing to accept what has happened to move forward a lot of people are stuck in the past mentally thought process why educationally you know you have to accept what happened to move forward some people just don't want to do it some people don't believe what happened happened and we can't we can't make weed that thing. We can't like you can't we can't just we can't make it the cornerstone to build the new building. It has to be and unfortunately it's gonna be down the line. It's not gonna happen tomorrow, it's not gonna happen in twenty years, I don't think. It's gonna be it's gonna be a while. And I it's just a it, there's too many old people out there. That's a problem. There's too many old fucking people out there still in the government, still cashing checks in federally that are Never going to allow this because they grew up in a time where they were taught the wrong thing. They were missing and, and they're still feeding misinformation out here. Now, do people die because of smoking weed every year? I'm sure there's a number. There is a number. It's not zero, but it's not the same of people that die in drunk driving accidents or people who kill people because they're drunk or because of gun violence. I rarely run into people who are smoking weed that want to go shoot guns at that point, who want to go drive cars at that point. And I'm sure, and I've been in many cars where we're smoking at the same time driving. So it doesn't make you unaware of what's happening. It slows things down a little bit maybe, but it doesn't put you in a in harm's way. Some choices you make in life while you're consuming a substance can allow you to do that but just because you have a substance in you doesn't mean that it's the cause of the, the choice that you're making some people make bad choices regardless of what's going on in their life anyway so you put yourself if you're a uh, bad seed you know you could put yourself in a bad situation even though you have consumed something that has no adjust effect on that current choice that you're making so with that being said crime and crime that goes with it you know whole humble county there's murder mountain out there there's a lot of just because of the legality of it people people do stupid shit to make money there's no doubt about it people any time to make a quick buck people will do and or harm other people you know, to get that competitive edge, to steal shit from people. But that that, that comes with anything. People have been stealing shit for a long time. Does had nothing to do with chronic. So, but the cartel's a major, major problem. It's just a, uh, it always will be as long as federally our country looks at wheat, looks at chronic and says, uh, nope, we're not doing it. Because old fucking uh, old man Jimmy over there or Mitch McConnell, 
old uh, turtle face McConnell's got a problem with it. I don't care what no 80-year-old's got to say about weed. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what a 70-year-old got to say about weed. Unless you're uh, Jimi Hendrix, some Jerry Garcia, Cheech and Chong. Snoop's getting up there. Getting Snoop up there. But, I mean, I, I don't want to hear some old-ass white dude who don't who ain't never smoked some good weed tell me about weed. This is not, I don't want to hear it. Just like how I think women... Don't want to hear some old white man tell them what they should do with their bodies, such as uh, the laws in Texas. The abortion laws, I think that's a woman's choice and uh, some dumbass white dude who needs to get his rocks off shouldn't be telling anybody what to do with their vagine. Anyway, that's off topic, but another topic that maybe need to be discussed further within society instead of just read on the uh, <clears throat> The headlines of whatever news feed that you're getting or not getting. Some people are not getting the news properly. So, you know, obviously there's crime and cartel. But there's also another part which is called addiction. Now, I've never seen anyone addicted to weed, but I'm sure that addiction can cause problems in your life. If you are not going to work because you have to smoke weed, that's probably a, a good indication that you're <laughs> that you have a problem if you're not going to work because of anything that's you know that you have to you know such as a pill drinking you know some people have sex addiction some people have a lot of addictions in the world but if you have an addiction to anything that's causing a negative effect in your life you might want to make a a choice to uh, figure that fucking thing out it's difficult. There's no doubt about it. Addiction is definitely a problem. It's They're saying it's a disease, but you don't usually hear an addiction to weed. They say it's the gateway to other drugs for sure, but that's also false rumors, false studies. There's no path it's no six seven degrees six degrees of separation like kevin Bacon's story there's no, nothing like that there's you not everyone who does heroin has smoked weed in their life you know what i'm saying not everyone who's smoking crack has smoked weed those are two totally different experiences they they definitely don't give you the same kind of high and that those things are melded in uh just the history of making people or making weed look bad there's no doubt about it cocaine was shipped into well if you don't know the history of drugs there's a way to find there's a great history and uh next i i will have to next week tell you a couple movies or documentaries to to review further on this subject but there's a clear path of what the drug, the war on drugs and how drugs were infiltrated into certain parts of our country to cause poor neighborhoods, to cause crime, to influx the prison system. And it's a uh, it's the truth. There's no doubt about it. There's federal and, uh, you know, FBI, CIA documents that have the information in them, which 
were, you know, they were operations to get these things done. There's, there's, there's no, if, if ands or buts about it, it is the truth, the concrete truth, concrete jungle as it were. But addiction, it, it's a, like I said, it's a terrible thing. I don't, you don't usually see it or hear about it having to do with the chronic, but if you do have negative things happening in your life due to things that you are consuming or things that you are doing, the things that you do are affecting your life negatively, those are things you have to change. Those are things that you change to bring balance to your life. Now, I don't know if there's a way to, if you're addicted to something, to bring it, to draw back that consumption or to just do a dabble in it a little bit because I, those are, I think those are triggering thing, triggers, you know, there's triggers to have a, you can't just take a hit of weed, right? You got to have the whole blunt or you got to have a whole eighth or smoke a whole pound. Whatever you do, if it's negatively affecting your life, we've talked about this many times in the podcast, but anything that's affecting you negatively are things that you probably want to look at and adjust in accordance to how you want your life to actually be maneuvering. Nothing is easy out here. Just if, even if things are going great, things are tough. So just if you're, just if you're making bad choices, they're going to be even tougher. So understand that and, you know, just move forward, you know, try to move forward every day. You know, the acceptance and, you know, just recognizing there's a problem is the first step. And the last thing I want to talk about within the, you know, anything better than weed is the forms it comes in. You know, you can get, you can have some alcohol and some jello shots, right? But is there anything better than, I mean, some edibles? It comes in, you can make some oils with it, some wax, the regular flour. I mean, is there anything better than having a chocolate, a nice 80 gram chocolate filled with some chronic? Obviously, it's not the flour. It's a, it's a different substance. It's a, it's a broken down, you know, get the THC involved. But the edibles hit you in different ways. They give you a little bit more of a, you know, a little body, a little body experience. Sometimes they give you a little, uh, you know, sometimes you're out in the clouds if you take too much. Sometimes you get sick if you take too much. You got to understand the potency and how much you're able. And you want to eat, obviously. You want to eat. You don't need to be drinking, consuming a bunch of alcohol when you're doing these things. Have some water. Have a nice body armor. Have a tea. Have a coffee. It's all right. These things are good, obviously, medically. A lot of people have these edibles medically for themselves, you know, and anxiety. Even some of the deeper, you know, cancer. If you have a lot of pain, these can be great reliefs for people. Obviously, big time for athletes, like I mentioned about the NBA. Obviously, NFL players should be doing this. Not saying... You need to have 9.1 weed. I'm saying you, it's okay to have some CBD juice. There's a lot of forms and a lot of flavors out there that make it easily consumable. But nobody should be out there dealing with pain but having to have to take Advil or Tylenol or feed it into 
the big companies, big pharma, when there is a local farm that's you get twenty dollars, you can get a bottle, rub some oil on your knees, and maybe that can help you out throughout the day, or the week, or the rest of your life. There's a lot of good things out there. So, you know, there's there's benefits, great benefits. A lot of studies have been done, obviously, but the, the like I said, there's a there's a big stigma around it, and it has to do with being uneducated. People don't know what they're talking about. Like you can read all the things you want, but if you're not involved in the the community, if you're not involved in what's happening, you're not getting the information. Fox News is not going to tell you that. CNN's not going to tell you that. You got to get out there and do. How do you have a opinion that someone else gave you? You know what I'm saying? How do you have opinions on anything? You how do you have your own opinion when you got it from somebody fucking else? That's impossible. That's not your opinion. You're just spewing some information you heard. I don't want to hear you regurgitate some fucking novel that you read. You know, it's like the little scene from Goodwill Hunting. He's talking to um what the fuck was that kid's name? I can't remember the the character that Matt Damon plays, but Robin Williams are sitting on the bench. The ducks are swimming at the pond. And he's talking about how you ripped my life apart because you saw a painting I made. But he says, "Will, oh yeah, good, goodwill hunting." Right, right in the, <laughs> right in the title, and I fucked it up. But so Will hunting, he's sitting there, and Rob Williams is breaking him down. He's like, "The the end of it. You're an orphan, right?" Well, do you think I know anything about your life because I read Oliver Twist? Does that encapsulate you? He's like, I'm not going to learn anything from you that I can't read in a fucking book. So unless you want to talk about you, really talk about you. And I'm in. I'm fascinated. But you don't want to do that, do you, sport? Great word, sport. Taking a little great Gatsby action for you. But with that being said... A lot of people live by other people's opinions, other people's points of views. I don't have that. Formulate your own fucking ideas. Formulate your own opinions. Learn all you want. Listen to all you want. But formulate your own life. Don't be trapped out here by somebody else's ideals for the world or you. There's a great many things to accomplish a great many things to see. Unless you have committed crimes, you will have a freedom to wander anywhere you'd like, to learn anything you'd like. Everything's at, I mean, if you want to get on the Wi-Fi, go to a Starbucks, but, you know, buy a coffee. I know, it, you know they can be expensive, you know, $5, but if you need that Wi-Fi to get, a, get some information on, get that knowledge on, go ahead and do it. So is there anything better than weed? I don't think so. It just it it opens up your mind. It it's beneficial, phys, uh, you know, medically. It's it, it get away gets gets the pain away. Brings people together. 
And you got to be careful these days. Obviously, you got the COVID. You don't want to be passing joints around to random people. You know the people. You know you could trace down, you know, who was the super spreader on that one. But, you know, usually people have their own little devices. They can do whatever they want. Just don't overconsume. Don't do it. Don't do crimes to get it. Don't do crimes if you have it. And uh, maybe in the future, we don't have to talk about this. Maybe it's just, it is what it is. You know, there's a big movement, uh, not that big of a movement, but it's a movement right now to obviously legalize any drug because anytime you have illegal substances floating around in your streets, there's going to be crime that follows it. People will be shot. People will be obviously lacing things with fentanyl to increase the the uh, potency, but also increase the effects it has negatively on people. You got to be careful out there. So don't do those stupid ass drugs. Just, you know, once in a while, have a drink, smoke some weed and get on with your day. You don't have to, you know, if you're dependent on something to uh, black out on or, you know, chase the moon. Just remember, there's another sunny day coming and hopefully you get to see it. Because if if you're doing some of this shit out here, you might not, you know, and where do you what's the kick? Really? What's the real kick? They don't last that long and it's not good enough. So I say fuck all that bullshit. Just stick to the chronic if it's affecting you positively. If it's affecting you negatively, kick that chronic and uh, just drink some water, have some some green tea and, uh, you know, paint your nails in the sun. Whatever, you know, whatever you get your rocks off with that are, you know, doing you beneficial justice every day. So with that being said, this is the Be Cool podcast. Hit me up. Reese45MC, Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget, leave the reviews. We love the reviews. It only helps the podcast, only helps us grow, reach more, you know, fortunate ears. And I'll talk to you next week, motherfuckers. I'll talk about some of those videos and maybe we'll have a nice new subject to uh, discuss amongst each other. Thanks for being a part of it. It's always a pleasure. I'm out for the weekend. I got a long weekend. I gotta I gotta go see the people. We're gonna just be smoking a lot of meat. I'll be smoking some chronic. I'll holla at you later. Be happy, be smooth, but remember, be cool, motherfuckers. Be cool. You ain't ready for war. You ready to rap, you ready to talk. Be cool.